0: Vegetarian Zen, episode number 70.
1: Welcome to Vegetarian Zen, a peaceful place for vegetarians, vegans, and the veg curious to share tips for living a healthy lifestyle. Now sit back, relax, and prepare to get your veg on.
0: Hey there, Zeners! Welcome back to Vegetarian Zen. My name is Vicki. And this is Larissa. And in today's episode of the Vegetarian Zen Podcast, we're going to be talking about maintaining a healthy plant-based lifestyle while you're on a budget without breaking the bank. And really, everybody's on some sort of budget, right? Right. Some just a little different than others, but <laughs> we're all on a budget and we all want to make sure that we're getting the most bang for our buck, especially when we're adapting a plant-based lifestyle, which admittedly, it can be a little more expensive sometimes to eat the healthy and the good stuff, but we're going to talk a little bit about that. We're going to discuss ways you can save money specifically at farmer's markets and at the grocery store. You're also going to learn about things you can do at home, such as freezing fruits, vegetables, when they're in season, and then growing your own produce. We haven't really ventured too far into the growing of our own stuff. We do have a good amount of uh, herbs and spices around, but um, other than that, we've, we've tried a few things, but... Uh, not yeah, really panned out. That's not, not, <laughs> not such a good resort. It's not, no. But before we get started, I know we have a rating, and this one's from Stitcher, right?
1: Yes, this is from Stitcher now. Uh, I think we've mentioned the past couple episodes that we hadn't been checking Stitcher for a rating, so it was kind of a nice surprise to, when we che- did check it, and there were four on there. Well, three new ones. So this is one of those. This is back from uh, June, and this is from Mary Ida, and I'm assuming that this is Mary Ida Frohler, our uh, Veg Zenner, who we've talked about before. So it's stamp- stampeding cats in the yes. background. Yes, sorry, that was Jake. Uh, f- All right, so Mary Ida says the title of her review is "fun and educational." And she says, I enjoy listening to this podcast. It helped me over the bump from part-time vegetarian to full-time, along with a bunch of great documentaries. The girls are friendly and research the the podcast pretty well. So many people are all or nothing, and I've pointed so many friends in the right direction of just being better. I try to be a good example. This podcast keeps me focused on the right direction. Very cool. Thank Thank you. you.
0: Okay, and the next shout out we have is a Facebook shout out, and this is from Norma Murphy. And she responded to a post that we had that said, what are you doing to celebrate World Vegetarian Day, which was on October 1st? Her response was, I would love to spend time with my darling daughter. I can hear that. But she's from Australia, right? I think so. Deb is. Her daughter is. See, I'm from from the South, so we hear darling. (laughs) (laughs) With my darling daughter, Deborah Murphy, and stay and have Movie Sunday with her. I just love her Sunday breakfast of two eggs on mini spinach, non-bacon square of toasted sort of cheese, tomato, uh, and a delicious cappuccino with an old great movie. Oh, that's cool, right? Yes, that sounds like fun. She says, I love her vegetarian meals. Yes. Well, thank you very much, Norma, for uh, engaging with us on Facebook. We really appreciate it. We we love talking to folks. That's our primary method of engaging with folks i think we, we're kind of active on twitter we'll put out some pictures on instagram but that's pretty much our primary
1: right and deborah if you uh pointed your mom in our direction thank you so much we really appreciate that yes you are actually the second mom daughter duo that we know of on uh who are fans of our show very cool all Right, so thank you all right so let's get
0: into our main topic today and one of the things we want to talk about, we're going to be talking about cost savings and such, but we do not want to understate the value of, of. Uh, or how should I say this? We don't want to understate the value of health mm-hmm. <laughs> in all of this discussion because we're going to be talking prices. We're going to be talking about when to find the best prices on things or how to avoid paying higher prices when things are out of season and such. But, mm-hmm. um, you know... Unhe- uh, unhealthy habits have a huge cost on your overall health and well-being. So and your it's wallet. Important. In your what? And And your your wallet. wallet. You're absolutely right. Right. You're absolutely right. Right. You were talking about doctor's visits, medications, Mm -hmm. right? So you were diagnosed with type 2 diabetes several years ago. Mm -hmm. You don't have to take anything for it anymore. You had started to. But because you reverse some of the bad habits, you have it pretty much under control when it comes to the severe symptoms that you were experiencing with type 2 diabetes. So let's talk medications, Mm -hmm. lost pay due to illness, you know, sick days. And not and like I just said, not a not a monetary cost, but still very valuable is your overall well being. Right. Uh, as most of you guys, oh, I do have an announcement. So I officially have signed up today. We're recording this on October fourth, but yesterday, October third, I officially signed up for the half marathon in Santa Yeah, that's so awesome. It's the, it's the rock and roll marathon. It is December 7th. I have eight more weeks to train. I have been doing a very good job of being loyal to my runs, as you mm-hmm. know. Tomorrow Excellent I'm job. going for my longest thus far, which will be a seven-miler. And so I'm going
1: birding when she's, she's running. She's going
0: birding, and I'm <laughs> going to be left downtown to run all the way back to, to
1: the park. <laughs> I'll just drop you off somewhere. Yeah, yeah,
0: just will just yeah, leave me downtown somewhere. But really, going back to what I was saying, the overall sense of well-being that I've experienced by eating better and taking care of my body. I was just thinking this morning, it's amazing. It's you know, I've heard this before, but it's just amazing how your body responds to being treated correctly. Really. I mean, I've been just and paying responds such. And quickly. Yes. Very, really relatively quickly considering the years I ate processed food poorly. I drank too much. Mm-hmm. You know, I did a lot of things I shouldn't be doing to my body. And it is very forgiving. Mm-hmm. So uh, it just goes to show that when you're loving to your body, I mean, it is, it'll love you right back. You
1: right, know? Go body.
0: So, go body. All right. All right, so let's talk about... So now we've gotten that little note out of the way. We just want to make sure that whatever we talk about, yes, I mean, let's just get it out there right now. You're going to pay a little bit more for Mm -hmm. some of this stuff. But just remember to factor in all of those other things Mm -hmm. into the equation. Right. Right. Okay,
1: so let's talk about shopping. Okay, so farmers markets first. And now, fortunately, we're seeing more and more farmers markets popping up these days. And, you know... I know for a while there, I I don't even know if we had any here. I mean, I'm sure there was at least one. But uh, when we first became vegetarians, there were two. Um, There was the pearl and then the one down at the quarry that was one on Saturday, one on Sunday. And then I became aware that somewhere around town, there's a farmer's market just about every day. And, you know, these are smaller than the ones on Saturday and Sunday. But still, I mean, I've been to them on different days, and I can still get what we need. And uh, so we are seeing more. And then when you go to the gro- when, uh, grocery store, when you go to a farmer's market like we do, I mean, there's so many things going on. It's And it's fun, Right. It's, there's music, there's other entertainment, there are, there's lots of food, uh, prepared food, you know, you run into it's friends. It's an event.
0: Yeah. I mean, it really is an event. I see it as us going, like a going on an event. I don't see it the same way as us going to our local chain grocery no. store.
1: No, no. It's not like a chore. It's fun. Unless you're talking about Whole Foods, which
0: is a little bit more like an event. For you, it's yeah. more like shopping because you usually go to get yeah. stuff. But when I go, because I don't go all the time because you usually go during the day to avoid mm-hmm. the since you work from home and you go during the day to avoid the big crowds mm-hmm. that would be there on the weekend, I don't, like, when we go together, I kind of see it more as an event because yeah. there's, like, a lot of stuff going on.
1: Right, right. So. But anyway, uh, so, but just like with when you go to the grocery store, if you're going to the farmer's market to shop, treat it like, a shopping trip, at, at least that part of it. So make a list ahead of time for anything that you're specifically needing. And you know, it's, it's not exactly like the grocery store. So you're not going to go in and, and pretty much be assured that you're going to find everything on your list. You might not. But at least kind of take a quick inventory in your, your refrigerator or your pantry or whatever and see what it is that ideally you would like to have and make a list. So you don't forget anything, right? Exactly. And then always, invariably, we come home with stuff that wasn't on the list. Yeah. You know, that just happened to be there. It looked awesome, so.
0: All right, so let's talk about making sure that you're doing a walkthrough when you first get through a farmer's mar- to a farmer's market. Mm-hmm. Even the ones that we're familiar with, they'll switch up people. People aren't mm-hmm. always in the same places. I mean, sometimes they are, but not all the time. And I get really impatient, and I just go start grabbing stuff. And mm-hmm. Larissa's like, no, let's, as your dad would say, Get the lay of the land, <laughs> mm-hmm. much to
1: the <laughs> irritation of my mother. She hated that. <laughs> I
0: don't know uh, why that irritated her. Was, I don't know. I don't know. But I know he said funny. it more
1: because it irritated her. Yeah. Um, you want to get the lay of the land, yeah. and
0: you want to see what's out there because some produce when you first walk in, I and mean, that's what you're seeing, and it's all pretty competitively priced. So you're not going to find anything I think outrageously no. different between the um, the farmers, but. By the same token, you want to make sure that you're, like, it, just at least knowing what's out there. And maybe mm-hmm. some produce looks better than others. I yes. mean, I'm thinking, like, carrots. I've seen, like, some tiny, really not Measley good-looking carrots. pick carrots on one <laughs> table. And then you go to another farmer, and maybe that's his or her specialty, and they have, like, beautiful carrots. So right. you want to make sure you're getting the lay of the land before you put your money down.
1: Right, yeah. And that's exactly what I do. I usually leave you somewhere and <laughs> <laughs> go walk around and just kind of say, okay, so... This table, this table, this table. I'll have broccoli. I like this one best, and then you know, and I just kind of make a mental note. I'm not going through there with a notebook and writing stuff down, but just kind of make a mental note. And then the next thing is, we now we usually go pretty early, and the reason we do that is, well, a because it's cooler here in Texas and in the summer, and but b because stuff tends to sell out, you know, yeah. because people go early so they get the best produce. Yeah, I think ours,
0: the one we the main one we go to opens like at 9am. Mm-hmm. We never get there right at 9am. But we mm-hmm. try to get there like maybe around 10 ish.
1: Right, right. And there are some things that will sell out like super fast. Definitely. And once you go after, you know, after a while of going to one, you'll kind of get a sense of what sells out quickly. So if you need that, then get there early. But uh, with that in mind, if you are there towards the end of the day, Uh, look for deals because, you know, the last thing these farmers want to do is to have to pack up produce and carry it back to the farm with them and then, you know, store it or figure out another place to to sell it. So uh, a lot of times you'll find deals towards the end of the day. All right. The other
0: thing you want to do is keep in mind what season it is. Mm -hmm. Buy extras of seasonal fruits and vegetables and you can freeze them. A lot of people don't think about that. But I mean, You buy them in bags frozen because when these are out of season, you can't find, you know, blueberries all year round. Mm -hmm. So it is a good idea to buy your own and freeze them they'll also be a little bit more expensive i think at the grocery store.
1: Yeah, because, yeah, and definitely. I mean, some you can find strawberries and and other berries and fruits and vegetables here when they're off season for us, but keep in mind, yeah, they're coming from another country or they're coming from so they they've got to import them. They're not as fresh. They, you know, they're more expensive. So like in the spring here when it's strawberry season, if you can stock up on strawberries at the farmers market for a really good price, then bring them home, freeze them, and you'll have strawberries, you know, when it's not strawberry season and you won't be paying an arm and a leg for them.
0: Yeah, and we're going to have we're going to link to in the show notes to some resources to help you um know how to freeze cuz you can't just you don't want to just like throw them in any bag and mm-hmm. just put them in your freezer cuz then they'll get burned and just nasty.
1: Yeah, it's not hard to do, but there is a process, so. Okay. All right, so All right. what about grocery
0: stores? Yeah, let's go into grocery stores. Well, no, let's not go in. Let's no. into grocery stores.
1: <laughs> Sometimes we go shopping. into grocery stores. I really do hate shopping. I overall. do too, but it's a necessity. <laughs> and Hey, I, I don't mind grocery shopping as much as I detest uh, clothes shopping. So. Oh, I know.
0: Both of us are like that. I, I order as much as I can yeah. on of Amazon Yeah, if I can too. help it. Okay, let's talk about one of the advantages of grocery stores are, when I think of grocery store, I think coupons. hmm And that's good, but just remember that the majority of the coupons that are put out there by grocery stores are for processed foods. Mm-hmm. Usually the types of s- deals you'll see for the good stuff are like in the store, not really a coupon unless or they're like sale. right next to it with the tear off, you know, sometimes others have that, but usually the stuff that the grocery stores have on sale like that are coupons, unless it's like two for one avocados or something mm-hmm. that you happen to see that you don't even really need a coupon for.
1: Mm-hmm. Right. Yeah. And you know, a lot of places where you get the coupons is the, like the national coupon uh uh books that you get in the Sunday paper and of course you know those are those are put together and by the the huge food manufacturers and so they're full of junk.
0: Yeah. Well now the good news is though we've seen more and more organic non-GMO certified vegan cruelty-free those types of products Available or coupons available for those types of products. Mm-hmm. You just have
1: to know where to look. Right. And online is a really good resource for those. There's a uh, website that I found called passionforsavings.com, and we'll have the link in the show notes. So this is basically, it's a website dedicated to saving money. So it's not just for like, uh, organic whole food net, you know, it's just an overall uh, website. It's a really good website. And the, the owner teaches about budgeting and, you know, cutting food costs and things like that. But she does what I really like about her site is she has an entire page that's dedicated to uh, letting people know about website, other websites that offer printable coupons for organic products. And these are some really good sites. So I went out to the to her website, clicked through to some of these uh, organic coupon websites, and I found some really good coupons on things that we actually use. Um, now, these are products that you probably will need to go to like Whole Foods or Trader Joe's or something to find. But they're still they're still good coupons.
0: Cool. And we're gonna, that was again, the site was passionforsavings.com mm-hmm. And we have, of course, we'll have a link to that in the show notes. The other thing not to forget about is that uh, the deals that you can find in pamphlets in the store, mm-hmm. I used, I usually ignore those, you know, mm-hmm. when people ha- try know. to hand them to you, I <laughs> usually ignore them. Because I don't read directions. I don't.
1: (laughs) Well, the ones (laughs) at the regular grocery store, the guy who stands there at the front entrance and hand you stuff, I usually bypass those because we don't use the stuff that's advertised. But Whole Foods. How do you know know
0: if you bypass it, though? Because I've looked through
1: enough of them. It's just like, (laughs) (laughs) don't give me a hard time. Uh, Because... because it's the same type of, of coupons from the big retailers. Well,
0: like places like Ho- Whole Foods, though mm-hmm. they have a they Whole Foods particularly has a good one, right? Mm-hmm. They yes. have like recipes yes. and resources in there, other than mm-hmm. than. Uh, it's, it's almost input. like a little
1: magazine, yeah, and it yeah. comes out monthly. It's I think it's called Whole Deals, and it's in a little. If you go to Whole Foods, it's in like a little rack uh, right at at the entrance. And it has it does have coupons. And I always when I go to Whole Foods, I always grab one of those and just flip through it to see if there are any coupons on things that we that we use. And I have saved you know, money by using those.
0: Okay, so here's another trend that we've seen locally, and maybe you've seen this in your area as well, is that local farms have started selling their produce to local grocery stores. That's really cool. Mm-hmm. Now, I know that's even happened at my work. We have a cafe at my work, and we try to buy local as much as possible. We have our own garden in the court, one of the courtyards. Yeah, that's cool. And we have some stuff. It is really cool. We have some stuff we grow there. Um, and as a matter of fact, we just had a farmer's market trucking tomato came to our work. Last hmm. week, I was in I was teaching a class so I could not oh. go to see it. But it was a farmer's market on like a like a food truck type thing. But cool. they had a yeah, so
1: it was like a mobile farmer's market. So now I have a question about that. Uh-huh. Who, who maintains the garden at your work? I think the cafe does. Do they? And yeah. then so they actually go out there and use they produce use what from we have. there yes. in your cafe. That yes. is so cool. And we also
0: get stuff from local farmers, mm-hmm. which is really cool. They have like a, a farm to fork. Like, Mm -hmm. even in our food court area, they have a farm-to-fork type of uh, station where food there is from local farmers. Wow,
1: that's really cool. Yeah, Yeah, and I've seen it both at at Whole Foods and at HEB, our local grocery Mm -hmm. chain here, several of the larger farms in this area where we live, uh, I've seen their branded produce, you know, in the produce section at those stores. Very cool. And it's cheaper. It's a lot of times it's cheaper because it's not, there's no shipping involved. Right, exactly. And they can say, hey, we're supporting
0: local farmers. I think that's Mm -hmm. also a draw. I know that I'll go to that more often than, that's where I would look first.
1: Yeah. And uh, that's why we don't shop at Walmart and Target for groceries and things like that. yeah. Yeah. And then another good thing to do is to stock up on items that have a longer shelf life when you can get them at a good price. Now, just kind of a caveat about sales, you really have to pay attention and know, kind of know what regular prices are because a sale, a quote sale price is not always really a sale price. It's, you know, you have to kind of be aware of what you would pay regularly. And also look at the sizes, because they can have a sale on something like that's a 20 ounce box of something for eleven ninety nine but the right and it says regularly you know fourteen ninety nine but that 14 ninety nine is for a different size that you're so you're not really saving money, so you kind of have to know right um, okay let's talk about buying in bulk I, I was always averse to th- uh, I'm sorry averse to
0: this because it I heard this story Dirty kid hands. Huh? Dirty kid hands. Well, that could be one. That's, you know, now... Oh, great. Now I just thought of that. (laughs) Darn it. (laughs) Theresa, keep your mouth shut. No. (laughs) Well, when I was... I think I heard a story when I was a kid about this rat that was living in some barrel (laughs) or something at one of these stores, but it was like a horrible store to begin with. I mean, there was stuff all over the place and I don't know. So ever since then, I was like... I just didn't dig the bulk bins, but yeah. I mean, you know, Whole Foods. Our Whole Foods is really clean looking. So. Yeah,
1: very clean. And you know, I would. I, I don't really buy candy from the bulk bins. I think with the dirty kid hands thing, I would be more concerned about candy than flour. <laughs> you know, you never. You know. never know. I, I know, but I will admit that I probably would have been one <laughs> of those kids sticking my hands in something, <laughs> licking your fingers, yeah. and I don't know what I mean. In doing that. But I probably would have
0: just because it was my mom told me
1: not to. I probably Uh, troublemaker. (laughs) All right. So anyway, buying in bulk. Uh, A lot of times, this is actually a better deal, but not 100% of the time. So again, this is one of those cases where you kind of have to be a little familiar with prices enough so that you can spot whether the bulk price is less expensive. And this is really easy to do. Because all you need to do is just kind of note the unit price on the bulk bin, not the not the overall price, but look at on the little tag. It'll say like twenty five per ounce, mm-hmm. right? And then you can go to the shelf area where they have the packaged product of the same thing and look at the unit price on there. And that'll tell you if it's a better price.
0: Yeah, just be careful and make sure that you're actually comparing apples to apples and that in the, when you're looking at one of them, like let's just say you're looking in the bin and it says organic almonds mm-hmm. you don't go over to the shelf and just find almonds because if they're not organic mm-hmm. you're not comparing them th- the same you know right. the, so the organic are obviously going to be more expensive you might look oh i'm not going to really save that much but or i'm saving a whole bunch you might say because the organic i mean the ones on the shelf look a lot so cheaper thinking, but they're not organic yeah, <laughs> yeah so
1: you're saying that that the organic um uh, the one the bulk ones you would say oh that's not a good deal because the ones yeah. on the shelf are cheaper but the ones in bulk are organic and the ones on the shelf yeah. are not.
0: So just make sure you're, you know what you're, that you're comparing apples to apples, bottom right. line. All
1: right. So another thing that's a good uh, bulk purchase a lot of the times are spices or, or herbs, herbs and spices. And the reason that this is good, it, there's a couple things. First of all, you can buy just the amount that you know you'll need. So if it's something that you don't cook with very often, you don't want to have to buy a, like a four ounce bottle of something if you're only going to use a teaspoon of it and you're probably not ever going to use it again, or at least not before it goes bad.
0: That's how we have wasted so much stuff just uh-huh. for one recipe buying, like you said, mm-hmm. because you need a half a teaspoon of something.
1: Right. And then, you know, I notice like eight years later that it's still in there and it says 2008 and I'm like, Mm. oh, yikes. Yeah. And that would be six years, not eight years. (laughs) (laughs) I'm doing math in my head while I'm podcasting. I'm multitasking. Um, So anyway, but yeah, you can just buy the amount that you need. And then again, you want to compare it to the bottled price before you buy because it, it might not be a better deal and you might just be better off getting the bottle and then seeing if anybody else has a use for it. Yeah, and then some other good bulk items to consider would be
0: unrefined sugar. We buy that in bulk. Mm-hmm. flowers, dried beans, nuts, and rice. Right. And, and remember that Larissa has an awesome video. We buy nuts. We've been buying a lot of mm-hmm. nuts. Because, I buy a lot of organic almonds. Yeah, uh, uh, almonds because we've been making our own... Almond milk and mm-hmm. Larissa has an awesome video out on our YouTube channel. If you haven't visited our YouTube channel yet, we have mm-hmm. several videos. How many do we have out there now?
1: Uh, I think we've got nine or ten that are actually published up there, and then I've got several in the kind of in the queue. queue to okay. edit. Yeah, all
0: right. Well, but that one is definitely out there, it's really a lot easier than you would think, than I thought for sure. She <laughs> was the one that was making it, and it was really. Looks really easy, and yeah. what? How many ingredients is in there?
1: Three. Three. That's yep. it. Almonds, honey, and yep. water.
0: Okay, let's talk about things you can do at home.
1: Okay, well, things that some people can do better than me at home <laughs> are <laughs> but are not to for grow your own. Trying. You not have f- tried. <laughs> That's true. I have tried and tried and tried and tried and tried, but uh, yeah. So grow your own. Uh, now, you, this doesn't mean you have to have like a huge garden space. You don't. You don't have to grow everything yourself. I mean, but. You work with the space you have. If you just have space for containers, then just grow a few things that will do well in containers. Um, tomatoes will do well in larger containers. So I've heard everyone I've tried has died miserably, a horrible, painful <laughs> you death. You tried like the upside down one. Remember that everything. one? That one was interesting. It's kind of fun just
0: to watch this. <laughs> just watch <laughs> me kill things. That's awful. <laughs> well, like the different ways you try yeah, it. Tried I mean, everything. like the upside down one was really intriguing and I wanted it to work. It's like a, like an experiment, you know, yeah. and you want it to work and it's just like, Aw. maybe
1: next time I should try hanging upside down while I plant them. Maybe that that, maybe was, that was the trick. Do it. I don't know. But anyway, so you don't have to grow everything yourself just what you have space for and one good thing that uh I have been relatively successful on is growing herbs. And you know, even just doing that will save you money if you cook with fresh herbs, which you should, because they just enhance the flavor of things so much. And you can cut back on salt and other bad for you seasonings. But so I went to when I was at Whole Foods the other day, I just did a quick kind of price check on the packaged herbs, you know, they come in like the clamshell packaging. So at Whole Foods, two thirds of an ounce, 0.67 ounce ounces of chives it was two ninety nine, Right. So that comes out to Four dollars and forty six cents an ounce. Wow! And if you look at it, I mean, two thirds of an ounce was just kind of like a handful of chives. Wow! And I have chives in our little garden boxes out there. I use them, and they're so nice because they are they grow super super easily. You don't have to even, even a lot of Texas t- heat. Yeah. Oh, they lasted all summer, and. Um, when I go out and cut them, I make. I like to make like a garlic herb butter with chives and and different herbs, and garlic. But when I go out there and I can cut them all, you know, I've got I think three plants out there. Cut them all, and within four days they're back up. Yeah, you know. That's really cool. Now mm-hmm. that
0: has that's a huge return on investment for mm-hmm. us too, because I know you bought the plant. And you didn't do it from the seeds. You no. did it from a plant, though. Yeah. But the
1: plant cost you under five bucks. Yeah, a couple dollars. And, and look at this, you know, four forty-six an ounce. Yeah, and then <laughs> uh, the other one that I I kind of took a look at was at Whole Foods, uh, a four ounce. Package of basil was four ninety nine, so that's a dollar an ounce. And I've got out there right now. I think I have three basil plants, and you know how tall they are. They like come halfway up the window uh, from the box, and I use that all the time. And I have had those three plants since last spring, early spring, I guess. Mm-hmm. And um, you know, now that the weather's cooling off, they, they struggled a bit in this in the heat, in the heat, heat. But now that it's cooling off, they're really starting to come back again. And I've used that way more than what I paid for those plants. You know, I paid maybe 4 or $5 a plant. And so, I mean, that's paid for itself. Definitely. Over and over. And I use it all the time. How about bartering? Mm-hmm.
0: Friends who garden, that's a great tip. So I have a friend who has a considerable amount of land, just a few miles from me, but she has space so she mm-hmm. can grow things and she grows a lot of things and she gives us like she's extra good tomatoes. Yeah, she's good at it. She gives us extra tomatoes. I think she's given us giving jalapenos. Zucchini, she's given us a ton of rosemary. Yeah. A bunch so, of different stuff. So if you have friends who, who uh, grow their own, whether it be spices or herbs mm-hmm. or whatever, just, you know, trade with them.
1: Right. Yeah. right. And, you know, it doesn't have to be food for food, or it can be maybe food for baked goods. Uh, I mean, a produce for baked goods or something, you know, it doesn't mean you have to grow stuff in order to barter with someone who does. Yeah. You know, I mean, there are all kinds of things. I think bartering is way underrated. You know, I think that we should be doing a lot more of that. Okay, what's the next tip? All right. Well, then as we mentioned above, uh, above (laughs) reading my notes, as we mentioned earlier, you know, buy in season when prices are lower and then freeze for later. And that is you can there's so many things that you can freeze broccoli as far as vegetables go broccoli is a really good one. Um, You can freeze you you know, you can freeze onions like chopped onion and stuff. I, I don't know how well those keep. But there are other vegetables that you could freeze as well. And then fruits, berries, you can freeze apples, you can freeze peaches, you can freeze all kinds of stuff I like would that. think they would do all right as long as you did it correctly. And the reason yeah. I say that is because
0: you can buy those mixes Yeah. at the store. That you are can frozen. buy like bell pepper yeah. mix. You know, I'm th- That's I was true. thinking of that bell onion, bell one. pepper mix mm-hmm. kind of stuff. So and they're frozen. You can buy it. I think you just, there's probably a trick to it just mm-hmm. to make sure that it doesn't like get burned or anything. Mm-hmm. But I, I think
1: that uh, I think it's probably doable. Yeah. Yeah, and onions are pretty much available year round, but but for things like squash and things, I think that would be a good thing. Maybe to that should be or another pumpkin. video. Oh, that, that would sounds be good. like a good video. It actually. does. It does.
0: All right. So our final tip for you today is to think creatively to stretch your meals. And by creatively, let's talk about some things that we like to do. So we like to add beans or rice to soups, stews, chilies, sauces. That's a great way to not only make them healthier mm-hmm. but also so you can sneak in some extra veggies but it, it also helps them it makes them last longer because i know it makes great leftovers mm-hmm. so one of the things larissa makes that i love is pasta sauce with a ton of veggies so you put like squash and spinach and yeah onion and a lot of different stuff like that I in do there mushrooms and yeah
1: yeah and the good thing about these if you're doing um soups or chilies or things like that they or even sauces like that they freeze really well the whole the finished product so you can make a huge pot of chili and have it for a couple days and then put it in individual portions you know in in like glass uh, containers and freeze it right and then you can have you can take that for lunch one day um a, a month later or something and uh, you know that was that was a good little reminder
0: too about when you said glass that's this really and I think we have a link on our Amazons to mm-hmm. in our store to these um, the Pyrex the Pyrex yeah. bowls that I love to use for work cuz they're safe mm-hmm. they're tempered so you can I have them in the refrigerator and I can move them to the microwave and mm-hmm. they're fine and they don't have all those toxins that the plastic, Do you want to be really careful of that. I know a lot of, I see people with their heating up their lunches sometimes in these plastic containers. Mm-hmm. And I'm just like, I used to be one of them yeah, too yeah, before I knew any that. better. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh, that's so bad for you.
1: Yeah. You're heating that plastic and it's just leaching those chemicals yeah. into, I mean, chemicals will leach into your food from plastic, even when it's at a, just a room temperature or cold. But when you heat it, it really, cause it starts to break down that plastic and then ah, it goes right into your food. Yuck. And then the other thing again, Again, there's a theme here. Cook in season. So when in the summer when zucchinis and things like that are in season, broccoli, cook more of that and fill your plate with seasonal vegetables and then, you know, have less of the things that are maybe out of season or more expensive.
0: Yeah, so depending on what area of the country you're from, or from the world, actually, you different things might be in season at different times. So here's an idea is maybe create a Pinterest board for yourself with the seasons, like just say fall eating, or, you know, winter eating, and things that are and put recipes in there for yourself so that you have a handy place to go to look for recipes using vegetables and fruits that are in that particular season.
1: That is a great idea. And I know online, you can find all kinds of seasonal uh, produce guides by region so you can look it up and just google uh you know south texas produce a uh, seasonal produce or something like that and you can come up with all kinds of guides yeah i would do i mean i would do it for
0: us but or i would do it for our boards but that would just be for yeah, south central south texas, texas and <laughs> yeah it might it might help a few people but it probably makes better sense for you to go out and and form your own that's an awesome idea all right so i think that does it for our main topic for today. Hopefully, we've provided you with some ways to think about cost savings. But again, I don't want to I know, I kind of I don't want to get too much on this soapbox. But again, the overall benefit is you just can't even you can't put a price on that.
1: Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's well, brutal. and you know, one, I guess one way to kind of quantify that if, if you're a numbers person, is just go back and take a look at your say the last year of your medical expenses you know, how much did you pay for medicine? How much did you pay for? Now, it might be kind of hard with over the counter stuff, you'd have to estimate. But if you have like receipts from your doctors that you went to and uh, prescription medicines, kind of just keep it, keep tabs on that. And then once you change your eating habits, then give it another year and do that again. Yeah, I rarely get sick anymore. Mm-hmm. Rarely. Yeah. Well, I was, you know, after we, we became vegetarian, I, I don't take any medicine for lupus anymore. You know, I mean, I still have days, periodically, but not like I used not to. Not at all. like I used to. The way you
0: used to like was almost weekly, that mm-hmm. you'd have something going on.
1: Yeah, not like I used to at all. So, you know, I'm not saying don't go to the doctor. We always advocate working with your physician, but just keep these things in mind. Ready for the quote of the week? Uh, we didn't do the recipe. Oh, okay. Let's we started to, out. and then right. we got Let's we got soapboxy. Yeah, okay. <laughs> Let's do the recipe. All right. So since we were talking about uh, stretching your meals with beans and rice and things like that, uh, we have a recipe. It's already on our website. It's for vegetarian red beans and rice. So good. And now I'm going to have to make it because we're talking about it. I haven't made it in a while, but it's out there. And so I'll put a link in the show notes.
0: Very cool. All right. Now quote. Now the quote of the week. Okay. Now this quote comes from the the uh, infamous William Shatner. Captain Kirk. Captain Kirk. And he said, if saving money is wrong, I don't want to be right. Uh, it's just <laughs> is that so like this Priceline commercial or something?
1: <laughs> I don't know. It kind of sounds like it, right? It does. Priceline <laughs> <probably> negotiator. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. <laughs> okay, who's watching too much TV? <laughs> All right. If you found value in
0: this podcast, we would greatly appreciate you heading out to iTunes and leaving us a rating. And we would, we would... What would we do for a five-star rating? Uh, We'd uh, run me. a half marathon?
1: <laughs> uh, you would run a half marathon. I would ride behind in the golf cart going, Yay, Vicky! We would be most appreciative yeah. of a
0: five-star rating. And, uh, you know, drop us a line, too, if you have any feedback. Head out to our website. We have this awesome feature where you can leave, voice ma- you can leave us a voice message or head out to Facebook, and you can also find us at what is it? Larissa at Vegetarian Zen mm-hmm. and Vicky at Vegetarian Zen. Right. All right. I think that does it for this episode.
1: Okay. Well, then on to the next. 71. Here we come. Woo. Peace out. Bye.
0: Hey, Veg Thanks so much for joining us today. Please be sure to visit our website at www.vegetarianzen.com. You can also find us on Facebook at Facebook forward slash Vegetarian Zen or on Twitter at Vegetarian Zen. Until next time, wishing you a happy body and a healthy mind.